The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Wednesday morning, September 20. Happy birthday, Papa T. Welcome back to the ref, home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ with you. TJ back from his mid-football season Nashville vacation. And ready to roll. Still going to Mexico, by the way? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 89 for a high today, looking pristine on Saturday in Cincinnati, high of 82 and sunny. That sounds just like last week in Tulsa when it was perfect. We welcome in now Travis Davidson. You can hear him uh, this afternoon. You're going to be live this afternoon, right, Travis? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Live Where are you going to be? I'll be at Core Society in Bixby, Oklahoma. It'll be... 126th Memorial. I'll be there from 3 to 6 and, uh, and then sticking around. Uh, I'll get a great seat for Danny Okoye's announcement. What is Core Society? Is that a gym? Yep, it's the gym that Danny trains at, and that's gotcha. where he wanted to do the announcement. And I know the owner of the gym is a good buddy of mine, so I gave him a call and said, hey, I'm going to be at this announcement anyway. Let's do a little radio. How about that? I like it. All right, so... Uh, for all of us, those who don't follow recruiting as closely as you and Parker and Tyler and everybody, uh, looks like a good chance OU could pick up a nice commitment today. Tell us about this young man. Well, he's uh, you know he's definitely on that kind of that freak list. If you want to kind of go through all the people, kind of the PJ Adabare molds and things like that. I mean, this is a kid at probably six four, six five, about two thirty. Um, can do a standing backflip. He's probably got zero percent body fat. His, his wingspan is ridiculous. Um, he, he's a kid that uh, should be shooting up the rankings, but he plays at NOAA, which is Northeast Oklahoma Association of Homeschools. So doesn't quite get maybe the uh, exposure that some others would. But what position is he? Uh, he's defensive end, but okay. they've got him now. They're lining him up inside. They're playing him at linebacker. They even play him at tight end a little bit. He's 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 a great player on a uh, on a team that doesn't have a ton of them at least you know the, the highly ranked ones so they're putting him anywhere that he can. Um, four stars. Oh yeah, well so he's yeah. he's four star. The only one that seems to be lagging is two four seven for some reason. But ESPN on three and Rivals all have them all have him as the number one player in the state of Oklahoma for the twenty twenty four class and wow. yes a four star. And who else is in the hunt here? Uh, I've seen the hats that will be on the table today. It is Texas and Tennessee. So going up against Sark and Heupel 
for uh, a guy in our own backyard. And we actually had him on our station yeah. during his first ever visit to Oklahoma. He, Oklahoma wasn't even in contention. We weren't even going to be in his top ten. And then all of a sudden he uh, he starts uh, doing some digging. He saw six and seven, was kind of turned off. And then started talking to some people, some coaches, some current players, some mentors of his. And he said, you know what? I think it's time I give Oklahoma a call and go see what's up with that. And ever since then, Miguel Chavis has done an incredible job with this recruitment. He was on uh, the postgame show with you guys this past Saturday, right? Yeah, he was actually uh, slated to be on a Texas visit at the time um, and amazingly ended up at our postgame show and did not one but two segments with us. It was hilarious. (laughs) He he asked me, he goes, hey, I want to talk to callers. I was like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not sure. I th- I said, I, I think it's my job to make sure that, you know, people don't like, you know, cause somebody's had a couple of beers during the game. Sure. You know, I'm like, I, I, I don't think many people would be too happy if I was like, all right, you know, drunk, drunk guy from, from Okima. Here's Danny Okoye. Say everything you need to say to him. Like, uh, uh, I don't know, man, maybe not, maybe not the best idea. So what's the percentage of confidence today that he ends up a Sooner? Um, I, I will go, unless he's a masterful troll, I will go 95%. Wow, okay. That's confident, yeah. And it's 6.30 tonight, right, the announcement? 6.30 tonight. It is open to the public, so if you want to come through, and I'm sure you can come through and tour Core Society if you want or come by and say hi to me. Um, 126th and Memorial, uh, right there on the west side of the road, big building off the road, uh, really easy to find. It's a big gym. So, uh, yeah, come hang out. I mean, all the, you know, all the who's who's will be there. The on threes, the two, four, seven, the rivals, the K ref, all of them will be all there. The who's who, uh, what would this do to OU's class ranking if they land him? I believe it would move them up to number five in rivals. And I think it bumps them up to number seven in the 247 composite. So continuing that climb, obviously you've got others on the, on the board like Grant Briggs and Michael Bogdanowski and Devon Jordan. Devon Jordan came on the post game with us as well, um, or on the pregame with us. But, you know, you've got a, a, lot of, a lot of meat left on the bone of this class. So getting a guy like Danny Okoye, especially a local kid, I mean, that's, it would be a great pickup if they're able to secure his commitment. Well, you land this young man at the Tulsa Noah product. I mean, we're talking epic defensive line class here, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's and it's really he, so he trains with uh, um, Christian Littlehead, the guy that uh, he played at OSU. He trains David Stone. He trains uh, Danny Okoye. He he was. I mean, when, when you talk about rankings and whatnot, Christian was like, "This is one of the best players I've ever coached," and he he's coached some good ones. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this would be the likely the best defensive line haul um, in the recruiting era. What's funny is Nigel Smith, Toby, is somebody that's gone under the radar because he's really quiet. He would be the highest-ranked defensive lineman in 16 classes since 2000, and hardly anybody's talking about him because this defensive line class is so stacked. 16 wow. of them, Toby. Wow. That's amazing. Now, you, you mentioned there uh, what is still on the radar. I mean, they got to be close to wrapping up 2024, right? There, there can't be too many scholarship spots left here. Correct. 
Um, you've got Devon Jordan. You've got Michael Akinkumi, the offensive lineman. You're still in it for Eddie Pierre-Louis. Um, another you know, big Eddie, they call him, another offensive lineman. You've got the Grand Bricks deciding between really Nebraska and Oklahoma. Um, you offensive know, lineman. Yep, always the opportunity to, you know, they're going to still try and flip uh, williams Winery. You know, we'll monitor that situation. I don't Any doubt smoke he, there? I mean, I've maintained for quite a long time that he's going to, at minimum, take a visit to Oklahoma because Missouri doesn't have the no-visit policy. And he's so close to Kamari Moore, the 2025 commit from Lee Summit North. That's an OU commit. Isaiah Mosey is, uh, is a big OU target. He'll be coming down, the 2025 talented wide receiver. Jamar Mosey will be in town. I mean, same high it's school. Be a situation, yeah, it's going to be a situation where a lot of Lee Summit North guys are coming down to Norman, and it's going to be very easy for them to open up a car seat for Williams Winery to come on down. So I think he will visit Oklahoma. It just depends if 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 you continue to have a top five defense the rest of the year, Toby. It's going to be tough for uh, for Williams to say no. And he shows up though. That's that's a huge story. And causes all kinds of indigestion in Columbia. So that, that will be very interesting. Now, after tonight, is the, uh, uh, the old lineman from Iowa, right? Is, is he next? Yeah, from Logan, Iowa, Grant Bricks. It's, it's weird. He's taking a long time and nobody can really figure out why. Um, you know, if, if, from a football perspective, Oklahoma makes all the, all the sense, but, Nebraska has the ag, you know, kind of the ag side of the schooling of the education, and it's really close to home. And he's a guy that is on a ranch, and he likes being close to home, and and he's into the ag um, school aspect of it. So basically, in my mind, if he decides he wants to stay close to home and be a farmer, he's going to go to Nebraska. If he wants to be an NFL player, he's going to go to Oklahoma. Hmm. All right, 6.30 tonight is the announcement. Travis is up there. What's the name of the place again you're at today? Core Society, C-O-R-E, like an Apple Core Society. Uh, Core Society up there in T-Town. He'll be there on the air with us from 3 to 6 today, uh, getting set for what the Sooners hope is another big day on the recruiting front. Travis, thanks, man. Have a good show today. Appreciate you guys. See you, bud. Um, There you go. A sprint here over the last, I guess, June, July, August, now into September for Brent Venables, and especially on that defensive line. They missed out on the kid that went to Missouri, but since then they've been on a roll and a chance to add the number one player in the state of Oklahoma today. It would be a shocker uh, if he doesn't pick the OU hat, but this is recruiting. You never know, TJ. You never know with high school kids. So uh, we'll find out at 630. Uh, or mom sometimes, evening. or dads, or yes. other influential voices in their in their head. So Bags of money show up at right. yeah. 615 tonight, and uh, <laughs> things happen. Did you see the story coming out of USC yesterday that uh, Lincoln suspended a reporter for two weeks? Oh, I didn't see that, no. Yeah. Um, suspended a reporter? Not allowed to. They revoked his credential for two weeks. Um, highly controversial. Uh, the the you the Los Angeles media is all over him for this, and rightfully so. Apparently, from what I understand, 
the reporter who works for a legitimate news outlet. I think it's the, I can't remember what it is. I don't want to say because I, I can't. It's a legitimate news outlet. Heard like there were some a couple of players at a press conference who were waiting to, you know, go to the dais or, or go up there to the press conference. And he heard them talking and used, they were, they were talking off to the side to each other. And the reporter could hear what they were saying and used, even though it was nothing uh, bad, he used the, part of that conversation in his story. And it was not a sanctioned, like, press event. It was not an availability. Right. He was, in other words, kind of snooping on him, according to Lincoln. And this, according to USC, is not the first time the report, they've had to talk to him before about making sure he only was around the athletes at uh, sanctioned at times to be around the athletes and stuff like that. So that's they revoked his credential for, for two weeks as a punishment. Huh. Thoughts? Here's what Lincoln had to say about it while you think. Uh, okay. He was asked about it yesterday by the uh, L.A. media. The media here has been great partners in my two years here. Uh, I've enjoyed working with the media thoroughly. I don't feel like we have you know, too many rules, too many policies, but the ones that we do have, we take them serious because my first job is not to, even though it is part of my job, it's not to the media, it's not to the fans, it's not to anybody else. It's to protecting our point, and that is... First and foremost, that will always be priority number one. And so, uh, you know, there was enough, enough there. And the article in question uh, was not accurate. There were multiple uh, policies broken, and you know, felt like that, um, you know, felt like it was far enough that we that we needed to act. But uh, we'll look forward to welcoming back uh, the reporter in question uh, once that comes up. Which specific policies? Uh, like I said, there were multiple that were broken. But I'm not going to get into specifics. All right. I'm tore on this one, to be honest. The easy thing is to be anti-Lincoln in all circumstances. Right. And as a reporter, does it matter where you pick up your information? Well, I mean, that's the question here. That's the question. According and I don't to the, know what According I think to here. the school, they have rules. But if you happen to hear a couple of guys, coaches, mm-hmm. players, whoever it is, whoever it may be, standing around and talking about something that you feel should be put out there is that your fault you overheard that no so i'm kind of tore on this but i also believe it seems kind of slimy you know like you're sitting there with a glass cup against the wall you know listening in on a meeting or something i so i'm a little tore on it but I don't know that he did anything wrong. Like we just got a text already that says so you can only report on things that you're approved to be around. So according to uh the rules here by USC, yes. Yeah. Um Okay, so here's let me let me read to you exactly so I don't get this wrong. Um USC football program has suspended access to the team for two weeks for Orange County Register and Southern California News Group beat writer Luca Evans. Lincoln Riley took issue with a story published Thursday. Uh, Katie Ryan, the director of football communication, said, In the story, Evans wrote about a conversation that two players had while preparing to talk with the media. USC contends that Evans violated its policy prohibiting and my page just jumped, prohibiting reporting on anything outside of media availabilities in the practice facility. Ryan had earlier in the season brought up concerns 
to editors about Evans, who was on his first season on the beat. Uh, They included, the concerns included asking a question when a press conference had been concluded and talking to players and coaches in areas on campus that weren't designated as media availabilities. So, for example, like, this is, uh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not taking an opinion, but just so you know how it works. Like, if I worked for the Oklahoman, I can't just, like, walk to a class at OU that I know Dylan Gabriel is in. Oh, sure, absolutely. And start asking him questions. No, I wouldn't, that's kind of creepy anyway, so. I, there, there are media availabilities for a reason, and other than that, like I can't just sit out. Uh, but if you're sit at outside a media the a- availability, and the right. guys are talking while yes. you're standing at a media availability, I think right. that you should be allowed to use. I that. kind of agree. The, I agree. The athlete you. should be told, "Hey, uh, don't be discussing ears something around. that would want to be put into print." Right. So, and apparently, this wasn't even anything inflammatory. It was just, it was just picked up outside of conversation. Time, so. Right. It's not a good look. Whatever, whether they're in the right or the wrong here, probably the wrong. It's not a good look. And Sooner fans have kind of been high-fiving USC fans <laughs> the last 24 hours. CNC, I told you. I told you. All right, 7.20 in the morning. We'll take a break. You can text the line, 405-651-3439. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Various metro locations coming soon in, uh, to Ardmore, HightowerClinical.com, or call or text for more information, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, I admired the patience of the bartenders and waitresses on Broadway. It would be hard to put up with the woos and constantly having to Woo! talk and understand the customers over the music. Doing that every day would be hard, but the tips must be good. Um, it is, uh, there are the environments where you're yelling about, you know, what, what? So, but, uh, for the most part, we had really good bartenders, really good waitress, uh, staff, uh, waiters and waitresses. Um, trying to think if there was ever a place where we were so packed that we had Sing trouble Oklahoma getting it. Oklahoma Smoke Show! Um, an old late, an older lady and her friends that we became, uh, quite acquainted with over a couple of nights of partying. We called the one fun meter cause she wore a big button that said fun meter and it had a little arrow on it that she would change uh, on how she was feeling. Uh, in their late sixties, early seventies, probably, uh, she did have the band play Oklahoma breakdown just for us one night. Nice. So yeah, that was nice. That was nice of her. Um, that made you feel right at home. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Hattie B's was delicious. We had some Hattie B's. Hot chicken. Hot chicken. How'd that settle with your tender ingestion? So here was the problem for a few days, too. System. I had a stomach issue that started Friday night before we left. Uh, Too much information. That's all I'm saying. I just, my stomach was killing me. And so it did not make for the best Saturday and Sunday and even into Monday. 
Um, in fact, Monday we were having the big birthday dinner where she had the reservations at the fancy steak restaurant. To yeah. which uh, I think she made the reservation. She said three months ago, and the guy called at two p.m. on the day we were had reservations and said, um, "We got to cancel your reservations." What? We're not opening today. We've had a bunch of issues in the uh, kitchen, vent hoods, something else. Everything's shut down on us. We can't cook. And so he actually got on the phone to some other places that he recommended. What? What? What, what is this? <laughs> got his reservations at a different steakhouse. So we still had. Uh, really nice. Oh, that's dinner. nice of him. Yeah, but uh, she was kind of upset over that because she had. Well, I would think so. Kind of planned for this place and everything, and then they just shut down on her. But um, she so, yeah, the really stomach was an issue uh, through, uh, through some of the days for me. So the food wasn't sounding the best through a lot of the trip. Uh, I got to feeling much better later in the evenings. Um, okay. All right. Enough information <laughs> about your stomach. Okay. So the Hattie's B was Hattie B's was good, delicious, and the sides yeah, were good. awesome there. You have a big long line to wait in. We waited about, I would say, about forty minutes. So <laughs> we hit it about right. There were other that's times. A cool little. Was it the one down on Broadway? Yeah, that's in that there? newer area right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's has a cool the little area. place up top and the shopping and everything. So anything going on in the arena while you were there? Yes. Uh, in fact, when I found out I was going, I think I told you this and mentioned it. Um, I got really excited, said, I wonder if anyone's playing Bridgestone while we're there. And it, there was. Uh, it was Mickey Mouse and his other friends on skates. It was Disney nice. on Ice all weekend. <laughs> so what was funny was, at some points of the day, you would see all these people, you know, the, the, especially like the bachelorette parties decked out in all their pink and their fringe and uh, mm-hmm. cowboys walking down the street. And then here comes uh, the little one in his... Uh, you know, his Elmo or his Nemo hat or Mickey Mouse uh, mug or whatever it was, rolling around with all the cowboys. They've got their snow That's cones funny. from Disney on ice. So, yeah, that was what was going on at, at Bridgestone. It's an interesting collection of people down there. Oh, uh, that's Roger. for sure. It's definitely good people watching. Uh, Toby, I'm really glad you won't be in Cincinnati around Thanksgiving. The turkey drop is dangerous. That's funny. Nice. <laughs> that is a, for uh, anyone younger than 50... That is a WKRP in Cincinnati joke, <laughs> which uh, used to be a great TV show and introduced um, adolescent males to Lonnie Anderson back in the day. Uh, this person just tuning in. TJ, did you make it downtown for the awesome concert Sunday night in Nashville? We did. Um, that worked out really well for us, too, because the street was a madhouse, even more so than normal. You could not walk anywhere down there. So we went to a place called The Stage, and we went up onto the rooftop, and we were we had a decent table, but it was hard to hear from the band, the local band that was in the bar to the street. We were having trouble. It was like they were competing with each other and what we they were hearing. shut up! So about, I don't know what time it was, maybe 8 o'clock, before like the big names started hitting the stage, or about the time they did, the girl that was in the prime spot right in the corner of the roof came over to us and she goes, hey, we've been here for eight and a half hours. Mm-hmm. We've been watching the show since it started at 11. So it's probably about 730, I guess. She goes, we've been here eight and a half hours. You see the lady next to us? We don't like her. Oh, and boy. she's been rude to us and she's been begging for our table for eight hours. She's trying to get our spot and I don't want her to have it. So will you come over here and we're going to slide out and you take our table? And we're like, man, awesome. That is some conniving stuff right there. (laughs) So we slid into that spot and then had the perfect seat for the uh, 
That How'd the lady that feel about that? I don't think she was too fond of us sliding yeah, in there the way that so. we did. Uh, Jerks. But she did look like one you didn't mind doing that to. Mm. So. Uh, that spot was a prime spot too, and a lot of people wanted to squeeze in and uh, try to like uh, move around the rails and stand by us. And uh, every time my cousin would be like, "This isn't gonna work. Move it!" And I'm like, "Oh great, cousin. we're gonna get in a fight. We're gonna get in a your fight." Your cousin, I, I, your cousin's irritating me. <laughs> Go back to your hotel room, cousin. Watch the last place Cardinals. Uh, Jim and OKC. <laughs> OKC says, I had picked the Saints week two, but it shows I did not get my pick, uh, my pick in. All right. I think I What's sent his name? a text behind. Jim and OKC. Can you confirm Jim's claim? Oh, uh, man. I'm going to have to scroll back here. There's Jim the, H and OKC. There's the Ravens on the seventh. Uh-huh. Oh, yep, there it is. Uh, what time did this come in? September 14th, which was a Thursday at 627 a.m. Yes, He's Jim, in. Jim Saints? H in OKC is what – he signs it both ways, so I don't know what you have it down as. I have a Jim H. Okay, yep, that's it. All right, all right, you're back in, Jim. Thank you very much. Uh, Apology, apologies, but, hey, we're dealing with 500 people here, and it happens. Here we go, Walker Wenzel. TJ had one foot out the door, so it is what it is. Walker Wenzel, Walker Wenzel? Silver City did have a pick last week. He had the bills, it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you confirm that? They've got their screenshot here. Oh, right on the dot. Uh, 6 a.m. He sent that in. Yeah. On, an, well, on a confirmed day? Yeah. I wonder. Okay. Walker Wenzel. You have a Walker Wenzel down? Yeah. From Silver City, New Mexico. Hmm. They must Silver both City, text in. There's a Judy Brown on here, too. So, But, yeah, the, uh, I can confirm the timestamp. Walker Wenzel's good? Yep. All right. Walker Wenzel, you're back in, and I love the name. As a drunk thanks guy, thanks for listening to us out there in New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know what this goes back to. As a drunk guy in Okima, I'm offended. I think that was something Travis. Said. Travis, oh, yeah, about he the said calls the, in the post game. He didn't want yet. to put the young man on the phone with a drunk guy in Okima. <laughs> uh, <sighs> here goes a few that I'm going to read real fast. Mule shoe is a snake. Next, Lincoln Riley is a paranoid sociopath. <laughs> That's because Tebow is a bee. I thought you were going to say Mule Shoe suspended a reporter for asking about a black Escalade. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, Kerry. I'm not going to be the next head coach at LSU. End of discussion. Next question. <laughs> there are a lot of people firing off on, on Lincoln right now. Are, are, there, are you telling me there's more Lincoln detractors and supporters on our text uh, line here so in Oklahoma. Far, just glancing through, it's looking that way. If I yes. put this out for a Twitter vote, are you telling me you think it would be more anti-Lincoln than pro-Lincoln? <sighs> Man, let me think Or would it be close? That. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know which way that would go. Shocking. You know would yeah. go. <laughs> All right, 7.34 in the morning. Uh, Toby and TJ back together again, and it feels so good. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Wednesday morning, 739. It's going to be a nice day. High of 89. We've had a couple of rainy days around here. 
going to get warm again today. Press conference yesterday for Brent Venables. He said late in the presser that a couple of guys, defensive players, have had season-ending surgeries, reserves. Phil Pachotti, the freshman linebacker out of Pennsylvania, and uh, Jaden Rowe, the defensive back from up in the Tulsa area, both out for the season. He did have good news that he broke TJ on Monday night at Rudy's that Desan McCullough will be back this week at Cheetah. That's for good. OU. That's good. It is good because Justin Harrington is out. Looks like could be a lengthy uh, absence for Harrington. And so they get their Cheetah back. A guy who played, uh, he's from Indiana. He spent some time of his life in Cincinnati. And played played at Cincinnati last year while with Indiana. So uh, Bob will have 40 friends and family there. I bet Desan's got a nice chunk of friends and family there too. So his speed and size and everything could come in valuable uh, Saturday morning. Okay, what did you think about uh, Saturday's game? I know we're a, a few days removed, but uh, did you get to watch enough of it to have an opinion on how you played? Yeah, we watched uh, just about every bit of the game, and I uh, thought they played well. Obviously, they're jumping out super quick and looked like it was just going to be uh, a game where they cruised. And then it kind of got interesting when Tulsa put those scores on, you know, uh, the couple of scores that they had, and then pretty much OU cruised the rest of the day. I thought, you know, defensively, obviously, with all the interceptions was wonderful, the Receivers and Dylan Gabriel had uh, big days. Running game still, you know, it's okay. I mean, I think that would be the only thing okay. I would really point out to. Okay. okay. You know, but uh, all How around. about Nick Anderson? And Nick Anderson was big time. Woo! Had a huge day. That Did was you see awesome. the video of Rodney? Uh, yes, all in the stands all great. pumped up. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. Yeah. That was fun. So now I thought uh, all of it went great and defenses played uh, extremely well. Uh, if you would have said, you know, three games through and. Five picks. They've uh, the five picks the other day, and then what they've given up over the course of the three games. I think you'd be extremely satisfied as an OU fan. So, uh, thought it was oh, about as well contraire, as they could. my man. Uh, oh, no, probably they probably no, were griping at you on Monday. No, they were. So. Everybody's pretty happy. I but think. no, three receivers over the hundred yards, and just um, big time plays, and then still everybody else still contributed too. With Drake and Jaden Gibson, I think had a catch or two, and so yeah, good Jayden day. Gibson good day had overall. one catch, but it was a heck of a catch, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, fifty-five thirteen was your gut, so pretty accurate uh, week for your gut. You're having a good season so far. Your gut is having a good season so far. Yeah, we'll see how that goes starting this week. Because of the trip to Nashville, I probably did some damage to it. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Do you are you worried about Saturday? Um, not as much as I was before this weekend. But because of the way OU played, or because Cincinnati lost. Because Cincinnati lost, but I will say I'm more nervous over this game than any of them so far. So sure, I'll say it that way, and should yeah, be. I mean, sense. should, should yeah, be. sure, yeah, yeah, should be. So might be the best team they've played. I think mm -hmm. Cincinnati and SMU would be a good football game. I would probably give slight advantage Cincinnati, depending on where the game was played. Although I'm eager to see SMU and TCU this week to get a gauge of, you know, exactly what SMU is. But considering where the game is, it's their first Big 12 game. They do have some talent. Uh, I was – I mean, they've got talent. Listen, this has been a good program. They, they were in the oh, college sure, football absolutely. playoff, what, 
two years ago. Uh, but I was putting together their boards last night and just looking at uh, where the uh, you know the guys are from on their team. So the quarterback is a Florida transfer. Running back is an LSU transfer. They've got wide receivers from Miami, Louisville, Florida. Uh, there's one from Wyoming that's a pretty good player. Um, the defensive line has the Dante Corleone kid that uh, uh, has his own special order at Skyline Chili, which I got nothing but respect for that. Um, they they got talent. They got you know big time transfers and a bunch of Cincinnati kids, which has great high school football all over the field. So this will. You know, when OU and Cincinnati run on, or when OU and Tulsa run onto the field for pregame warmups and you just see them out there in their uniforms, you say, well, that team's better than that team. That right. team's bigger, faster, bigger, stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Cincinnati runs out there in their uniforms, you're like, okay, that's a real football team. You know, that's, they, <laughs> right. they'll look the part. Yes. Yes. Now, it doesn't mean OU shouldn't beat them, but they, they will look the part. So it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, OU has traditionally been a very good road team, but they weren't last year. And so here we go. This is not going to be like the game this in Tulsa. Tulsa. This isn't Tulsa where you're looking around and saying, uh, this is just a, uh, a home away from home. It's There's going to be some red, but it's going to be a different shade of red, and they're going to be cheering and, and booing you at different times than what the Tulsa crowd was. So. It's going to be a din of noise, yeah. the vast majority against you. Uh, one website ranks Nippert Stadium the fifth loudest stadium in college football um, because of the way it's situated there. It's like 40,000, but it's if you look at a picture of it, it's got build like tall buildings around it that kind of hold the noise in, apparently. So I'm just looking forward to seeing OU was 3-0 last year and then went over a cliff. They're 3-0 this year, and we feel better about them, right? We feel better about them, don't we? Yes, absolutely. Okay. But this is the chance to really kind of say, yep, this team's different. Mm-hmm. Because inevitably, I think they're probably going to either have to make a, put together a big drive to rally in the fourth quarter or put together a big drive to put a game away in the fourth quarter or get a big stop, a big moment. You're going to have to use nonverbal communication. It's going to be hard to you know for the offense and the defense to operate in in noise and so all of that a year ago they did not handle great and if they can go into cincinnati and win and especially if they go in there and win comfortably then i think we're on an airplane riding home saturday night going okay this is different yeah, I think the, even the polls are kind of reflecting that. Like, okay, yeah, you're three and zero. You've done big things. Defense looks improved, but we're still holding out on you. That's fair, don't you think? I, I think it's fair based off of last year and you know how it was through the first few games. So sure. Big yeah. Fox Saturday road game. If they go thump them, oh, you uh, they'll they'll make some believers. They'll shoot up with the rankings a little bit. Not that a win over Cincinnati is going to be the biggest win anybody could have in oh, college football this not. Saturday. No. But it, it would be impressive, and it's going to be a big stage. You know, Gus and Joel and the uh, all the crew is going to be there, and so it's a big stage for them. Um, two questions for you to ponder for next hour, okay? Is OSU going to a bowl game? Okay. 
And this one is going to be, this is a crazy question, okay? But I want you to think about it before you just hang up on me, right? Is the Pac-12 the best conference in college football this year? Just think about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. Is the be- seven four- Pac-12 a conference? Seven forty For one more year it is. 747 in the morning. We'll hit the text line again next Wednesday, hump day, T-Row in the morning show. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. T-Row in the morning show, 7 a.m. hour, brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing uh, trial opportunities to Oklahoma. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Crohn's disease, different types of cancers, different types of arthritis. They work with different multiple areas that you may have a opportunity for a clio, uh, clinical trial participation. Uh, find out everything they uh, have to offer. Get more information at HightowerClinical.com or you can call or text for more info, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see here. Notice the king of the mountain results on Twitter, and I didn't have uh, my pick in week one. Here's my text. Oh, no, this one's going to get. So maybe you had one in week Name? two. John Idaho Sooner. I've got both of them here, and he's in on both of them. John. John Idaho Sooner. Yep. I got commanders in week one, no pick in week two. Giants. He was Giants week two. Oh, what a comeback they had. All right. Oh, they John, won? Yeah, they rallied oh. to beat the Cardinals. I thought like, they lost. I was like, why are you sending in the pick? I was about to say that. Yeah, huge fourth quarter comeback for the Giants. Good to know you were paying attention to sports while you were in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was following along some, some scores. I thought that the Giants had uh yeah. All right, you're back on the mountain, game. Idaho, sooner. Uh, where was that interview with Lincoln at Wendy's? Why was it so loud? It was really loud. It sounded like he was at an airport, like, uh, next to a it was one of those, uh, or something. It was one of those group interview sessions, the name of which is not appropriate, but it's one of those, you know, where a bunch of people stand around and this, the, the audio we had was a guy recording it with his cell phone. So not good. Uh, Boomer Bowtie wants to know if uh, y'all agree that Oklahoma has a better chance of being undefeated going into that game than Texas, uh, the Red River shootout. Okay, so Texas, uh, I believe, is at Baylor and Kansas at home. Um, I mean, I think they both have a pretty good chance. So, I'd... So what's the toughest game of the four left? OU is at Cincy. Iowa State at home, Texas is at Baylor, Kansas at home. Maybe the, it's either the Cincinnati game or the Kansas game. I was about to say that. Baylor is not very good this year, but that's always tricky. Kansas obviously has given Texas trouble over the last several years. I'd say um, it's a coin flip. Yeah, I don't know. I, that you, I, I think both of them will be at this they've point. Got a, they've got a good chance. They get a good chance. Uh, but I would say, um, 
Well, I don't know how to choose. I, I, I would say Texas actually has a slightly better, I think, just because that Kansas is at home. It, didn't you say that? They're not on yeah, the road. It's in, yeah, it's in Austin. So yeah. I think I would lean Texas just slightly. Better chance of being undefeated slightly. Yeah. Because you don't know Cincinnati with OU games on the road. On a true road game yet. I mean, you just don't yeah. know because I don't count Tulsa as that. So I agree with that. Uh, ask Parker Thune about how crazy LR is with the media. I believe Parker was the infamous camcorder and the practice facility incident. <laughs> um, I, I, no offense, but I don't need to ask Parker Thune how crazy Lincoln Riley was with the media. <laughs> I'm going to keep my stories to myself. But Come yes, on. I did. Put it in a book, Toby. I did see Parker's uh, uh, tweet yesterday about the camcorder at the uh, journalism building. Right. Uh, Bebop says we forgot his text uh, here. All right. Uh, Thursday. Ravens for him in week one. No pick in week two for Bebop. Dolphins. Dolphins. This is what happened with Bebop. I see the screenshot here, and this is. I want you guys to text the show, and please feel free to comment on things as we talk about it on Thursday and Friday sure, and go throughout yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. But understand, when Bebop had sent two or three texts after his pick, I probably didn't catch it because it moved that pick around. So He obviously yeah. didn't catch it, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, one more here. Hey, guys, checking with you on the King of the Mountain. Uh, I sent the bills. Who is this, though? BK had the Jags and then had the bills. BK. B K. Hmm. Let me go back to week one. I don't see a B K. That's it's just initials. B K. The initials B K is what I see here on the screen grab. Yeah. Oh well, he's still on the mountain. Okay, so you did have him. Okay. I was okay. looking at teams that were knocked off. B K. Gotcha. You're on the mountain. Okay. All good. B K. Yeah, you're all good. Uh, 7.58 in the morning. Top of the hour break. Hour number three coming up next.